everyone, and welcome to Connection Inside Access, shifting gears, brought to you by Connection and sponsored by Apple. Really appreciate all of you taking time to join us. James Hilliard here, joined by two individuals I want to introduce to you. We've got Connection's Retail Strategy Director, Brian Gallagher, on board. Also here is Apple's Sean Bartlett. He is the worldwide industry lead for retail. Glad to have both these guys here with us. But I wanted to start with Brian, you, and, and we'll get Sean to comment as well, but do a little bit of a state of retail and also kind of the role of the actual physical brick and mortar stores these days. So what does that look like from your perspective? You know, there's a couple of things that I think are critical for all retailers to consider. And, and you know, one of those is that the vast majority of the changes we're seeing today were already happening. We've talked about the digital transformation for a number of years, and, but we're certainly accelerating what we're looking at. But and the things that we're seeing today uh, shouldn't be a surprise. Curbside and delivery, they were growing. They were happening. Uh, they were something that uh, consumers were looking for in the new experience. And even right down to uh, thinking about uh, bankruptcies, right? Uh, overleveraged retailers were going to be filing for bankruptcy. You know, this just sort of pushed them there. So I think it's really important that uh, while we may know that these things were happening already, that we consciously take a second and step back and realize that uh, we're not investing and in looking to do a lot of things that are new uh, in these last uh, six to 12 months. Um, but these things are going to last for, for years to come. And the second thing that I think is happening in retail, including in the stores, and is that we need to think about our businesses holistically. Uh, for so long, we've thought about, you know, what's the online experience? What's the app experience? Uh, what's an experience if they're shopping with a partner versus in a store? And I think it's really important from the consumer perspective that when we think experience, we need to tie that in regardless of where a consumer is shopping, right? They're looking at the brand. And so that true omni-channel experience, uh, giving the consumer what they want, when they want, where they want it, to me is, is the second critical thing to think about as, as we look at how we adapt our businesses going forward. Yeah, no, Brian made some great points there and agree on those. You know, a lot of has been made with the state of retail in 2020. But the reality is, if you look globally, this is a mid $20 trillion industry that employs tens of millions of people around the world, and it continues to grow. So while we're undergoing some changes in the moment, as Brian mentioned, these are changes that started long before 2020 and will continue forward. And, and those folks in the stores and in contact centers are the voice of the brand, they're the face of the brand. And every interaction that they have with customers uh, walking into the store, meeting at the curb, on the phone is incredibly important these days. 
Well, well, let's do this. I think that gives a good kind of level set of, of where things are. Again, two or three topic areas, folks, that we're going to dive into for the remainder of the conversation. And again, hopefully a lot of kind of back and forth between Brian and Sean sharing their experiences. So let's get back to our title. Let's talk about the idea of the employees out there customer engagement with employees, I still think, has a big part in my experience as a consumer, whether it's online or whether it's in the brick and mortar store. Talk to me about how the industry is viewing utilizing employees as that touch point. Yeah, you know, I think it's one of the things that many retailers confuse when they're adopting new technologies is that technologies are the expectation, not the employee interaction. And I think it's really important to, to keep in mind that that customer uh, employee interaction to me is still the tip of the spear when you think about retail. The one thing that's clearly changed is where are you getting that engagement? And, you know, Sean, we, we've talked about this. I mean, the engagement now is coming from at different places, right? Whether it's customer service, um, all the way to delivery, uh, curbside, or in the store. Technology certainly shouldn't be replacing the employee. It should be enhancing uh, the employee's value to that consumer. And Sean, uh, you know, what are you seeing or what are your think, thoughts about uh, what's happening between the employee and the customer today? In the early days of retailer, it was highly personalized. You had those relationships with the local merchant, but they had one store, so there wasn't scale. Then you kind of moved into online and big box and you had scale, but you lost a bit of that personal experience just as you outlined. And now we're kind of living in both worlds where you have both scale and technology to help bring customer information to life, to bring data to the hands of the employee. So you get this deeply knowledgeable employee, but you also get scale. So we are seeing those two converge and presenting new opportunities in service of customers like you that just weren't possible before. So this is a great time for retailers to be exploring these opportunities. I do think it's important that every retailer think about what is that uh, touch point uh, that the consumer is looking for? Not that technology eliminates a touch point, uh, but actually enhances it. Yeah, I and if we do that, I think we went on all fronts and easier said than done, right? But that's the important thing to James's point. And technology can't replace the human interaction. In terms of training out there, companies placing an importance and empowering their employees. Do you guys see that done enough? Or is that an area potentially for investment right alongside with technology, but empowering employees to to use access to some of the data that these stores and retailers are grabbing about us to then give more of that personalized service? Sean? Yeah, there's really two sides to this. One is enabling the store employees through information access to profiles of customers who have opted in to really provide that one-to-one personalized experience that the most brands aspire to. The other is the more traditional training. And we're seeing tremendous kind of evolution of that experience as well, where historically you would do training off the floor or in a back room on a computer. And you're really seeing that brought out to the sales floor, more bite-sized, digestible bits of content that can be consumed in the moment and you know, put to use in a practical way rather than a few hours once a quarter 
a few times a year as was done in the past. So modernizing training is a huge area of focus for, for most retailers these days. Yeah, I, I can remember uh, for years, right, you'd, you'd get a new uh, employee in your store and the only reason they wanted to work retail was to be with people. Yet we'd lock them in that dark back room uh, at a dirty computer for hours on end and say, start your training, right? Whether it was product or policy procedure. And so, you know, the fact that that has been able to move out to the sales floor and really talks to the fact that, and I know a point that I think is important for retailers is, you know, enabling technology and putting it in the hands of your employees and them being comfortable with it just enhances what they're going to learn, uh, what their acceptance level of the information is. And, and ultimately, all of that pays off with how they engage with the customer. Yeah. And that's a key point. You know, historically, you would do trainings on process and culture and, and technology. And what we're really seeing is more training uh, based on the soft skills and interaction brand voice and how you represent the brand and less so on technology because we're seeing more and more retailers move to a technology that's familiar to customers, more modern, you know, iPhones or iPads, things that they use in their personal lives and can pick up day one and be productive in a retail environment. So their onboarding process is smoother. There is no, you know, two weeks of training and their time to value for the retailer is greatly accelerated because they pick it up, it's intuitive, and they're immediately able to do the tasks that they need to do in order to do their job. One thing, Brian, that I haven't seen a lot of, I'm in a retail environment where I have to see something or touch something to really make a final decision. And then an employee can help me through the use of technology, get a little more information. To me, that's a lot of value. Does the industry see that as value? Is that an emerging trend? In some cases, they do. I mean, and, it, and it's a great point, you know, taking these technologies that the consumer is comfortable with and merging them into that store environment and, and into the employee's hands, right, so that they're doing that together uh, is, is really important to how we shop. You know, I, I often talk about the fact that, you know, consumers don't engage with a physical store because they need the greatest assortment ever. The internet is clearly the largest warehouse in the world, right? You can see every single uh, product that's out there all at once. What they're trying to do is gain understanding, right, when they come into a store, get that firsthand knowledge, get some support. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that I would say, you know, knowing that many retailers are understanding that. Yeah, for those that haven't, and when you think about these technologies coming together, understand that I think we're in a different world than we were 10 years ago, where every investment we made, such as a, a kiosk or a mobile device that allows us to engage one-on-one -on -one with a customer, we used to sit and go, I need to understand exactly the ROI on that one standalone investment. And now you've got to be able to put all that together, right? The true sense of the word omni-channel. Make sure they're comfortable. Well, let them live their lives in the store the same way they would uh, if they were home shopping, right? Exactly. And, you know, thinking 
uh, about opportunities in the retail environment from an experience or technology uh, perspective, less about projects that are discrete and fulfill a particular need and more about the, the entirety of the ecosystem for both how customers experience the brand as well as employees. Because you can aspire to create the most amazing customer experience in the world. But if you haven't optimized the experience for the employee who's actually going to bring that forward in service of the customer, those plans are going to fall short. So we see a lot of retailers stepping back and taking this opportunity to look at how everything works together and then optimizing that rather than optimizing for discrete projects. Uh, So it's a bit of a, a culture and mindset shift. Um, but has profound impacts on how you kind of move forward with your planning and execution. Well, Sean, I want to pick up on those words of moving forward. One thing about employees, Brian, is that we want to get as much uh, and make them productive, right? Not just get productivity out of them, but let them feel that they are productive in their jobs and they want to come to work and be productive to help customers and and help the company and all. So what are you seeing in terms of uh, that general idea, employee productivity? How are companies uh, looking at that, evaluating that, investing into that? To me, it's one of the disappointing areas for how a consumer interacts with our brand. Yet when we're making these decisions over and over, uh, we're, we're not including the store employee um, or the call center or the delivery guys, right, in, in the world we're living in today, in the decision-making process around what's important, uh, what will they engage in, uh, what will have a benefit to the consumer. There's got to be a better way to think about how we get the voice of the employee into the technology. Because we know if we do, right, it's going to pay off in terms of productivity. But how do we do that? Or how are you seeing people do that today? Yeah, this is a really critical point and something that we see like you on a a daily basis. And the the notion of user-centered design has been around for years, but often isn't applied to employees. So when we're taking a look at the the role of the employee, the technology that they use, you know, typically that's been something that IT does to the employee and it doesn't involve them in that process. And that has a number of downstream kind of implications where if you just receive technology that you had no part in, in designing or developing or selecting, you're less inclined to adopt it. And Getting the value out of technology is making sure that employees embrace it and adopt it and use it because that's how you realize the benefits that you originally set out for. So, you know, we see people also reimagining the role and the tasks through the lens of mobility. So it's not just taking your old process that you used to do with pen and paper and putting that on an iPad. It's actually taking a step back engaging with the employees, asking them how they do their job, how it could be better, what does a day in the life look up, and then building an experience for them around what they actually need. And that's where you see these incredible benefits, not only from a technology and adoption process, but also from an internal marketing perspective. It's a lot more powerful to go to a large employee base and say, this was built by us for us, and therefore represents the needs of you know, all of you, our peers, than something that is just rolled out to the employee base. So incredible opportunity here to really change the dynamic and uh, kind of the mindset of how 
technology is rolled out in an enterprise. This is where we've got to take that step back. We take a pause to make sure we've got all the teammates involved in this decision-making process. And if we don't, who knows what we get, right? And that's when you have wasted investment. Exactly. And, you know, remembering that technology is an enabler of your employees. Retailers often call their employees their greatest asset. But then if you go and, and look behind the scenes at the tools that they're given and the process that they're asked to perform on a daily basis... That technology doesn't necessarily live up to that promise that the brand has made about the importance of their employees. Uh, and we see leading brands you know, across the world kind of realizing this, putting forth uh, amazing experiences in cooperation with their employees. And they're clearly setting themselves up on a path for success in a way that the laggards continue to struggle with. So you know, something that uh, continues to evolve, certainly. Brian, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the relationship between Connection and Apple and this idea of enabling retail employees. There's an ease of use that comes with uh, technology from Apple. There's a familiarity because we have an iPad at home. Now maybe we have an iPad in the retail environment to help engage with that customer. What's been some of the feedback that you hear from customers that they say the two of you, these companies, Apple and Connection working together, have helped us achieve what? to really drive their business, their retail business forward? For me, the, the most common outcome is uh, that we've put together full solutions, right? And it's one of the things that I think uh, Connection and Apple both do really, really well. And when we do it together, uh, it's even more powerful in that. And for, for me, we hear, you know, you're willing to sit down and ask us, what are the pain points in the business that are trying to be solved? And and then think about how to solve them, right? It's not uh, uh, not sticking the square peg in the round hole. Yeah. And then, you know, being able to take it from A to Z, yeah, from the conception all the way to the delivery. Yeah. And that we'll do that side by side. Yeah. You know, it's important for these retailers who are going through a transformation to be able to lean on a partnership that is holistic looking. And... I think you get that doubled down when you're doing it with connection and Apple side by side. And I think it's one of the true benefits for, for many of the retailers that, uh, that work with us jointly today. Yeah, when you step back, the platform that Apple presents is really compelling for retailers. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Historically, retailers have embarked on a number of discrete projects, which over years and decades introduces a really complex environment. So taking this time to step back, look at that environment, if you look at the Apple product portfolio from wearables with the watch to the iPhone, to the iPad, to Macs, even digital signage with Apple TV, you've got a form factor for every use case. And then it's all underpinned by shared development tools, languages, native technologies like Core ML for machine learning or AR kit for augmented reality. And there's this really powerful ecosystem for developers, but also for users, uh, the ability to easily switch between tasks and devices for the development team to be able to use a shared language, even for procurement, not only internally on the operation side, but also on the employee usability side and ultimately in service of the customer. 
so we're seeing, you know, a huge response to kind of this new way of thinking about the environment. And, and that's the, the thing we love, right? At, at Connection, we, we use some terminology about discern, design, deploy. Yeah, I mean, and it ties right in, right? You've got to think about it holistically. You've got to think about your platforms. We hear all the time uh, from the IT department where they're going, oh, I've got this OS and that OS. And, and you know, where do you start? You know, thinking about it holistically and yeah, looking at those business challenges yeah, and then how we implement that. Yeah, is, is I think one of the, the fun parts of uh, connection working with Apple and as we sort of look at that in the same light. Right, absolutely. And, you know, cutting down on that complexity adds uh, kind of time to value your ability to quickly iterate across a single platform, provide value for your employees and your customers. There's a lot to be said for, for that and, and working with a partner like connection who can actually bring it all together for the retailer in a store or in uh, headquarters, let alone for the IT department, right? Uh, benefits for everybody when you can pull that all together, minimize your operating systems, and still get uh, the results uh, that you're looking for on the business side. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of this conversation has been focused on the store employees, but uh, the same principles apply, whether that's in a distribution center, in a contact center, at the corporate office, this focus on a, a simpler environment and putting the user at the center of the experience is a principle that applies across the organization, certainly not just in four walls of the store. Folks, if you would like to hear more from our team and explore some additional resources, you can visit connection.com slash retail.